Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And today we have with us one of our first guests. I think you were on one of the first episodes we released. Welcome back, Adva. Hi, it's great to be here. Yay, great to have you back. Yes. <laughs> Did you pick these movies? I did pick this movie. Mm. Um, Amy had a list, and I was looking through it, and I'm like, too much. Too much of what, exactly? Mm. And I got curious. And too much T-W-O. Some mystery in that title already. What does she mean? What does she mean, too much? (laughs) (laughs) Guess we're going to find out today, because we're going to go in depth. We're going to break it down for you. We're going to roast the movie. We're going to toast the movie. We're going to have a lot of fun. With the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we hope you have fun listening to our podcast. I have a summary from IMDb. If you haven't heard of the hit Antonio Banderas classic, Too Much, um, the summary says, A young gallerist is in love with two sisters at the same time. In order to solve the problem, he decides to invent his own twin brother. Hmm. Hmm. A little intrigue. Hmm. So, uh, as Amy said, this movie is uh, featuring Antonio Banderas. Mm-hmm. And Antonio Banderas. Ah. <laughs> Co-starring his ponytail. <laughs> and his glasses. And his glasses. Yeah, just the four of them together uh, as the main stars. Mm-hmm. Also, we have Melanie Griffith as Betty, one of the sisters. Mm-hmm. Daryl Hannah as the other sister, Liz. Who also look the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beware spoilers, by the way, if you... I mean, there's not a ton of spoilers. The description kind of tells you everything you need to know about yeah. the movie. But um, we are going to be going into depth in the movie later on. But before we do, um, we have a little fun bit for you. We have a little little shot, a little drink. A little a little drink, as we always do. This one, now usually I give you like a recipe for, you know, the drink that uh, we're featuring each episode. But this one, like, um, you can do it yourself. What, you know? DIY? Yeah, DIY. Oh, wow. So, uh, since he's playing twins in this movie, how about a double? Of anything you want. Damn. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So many options. I know. And wow. we have some points for you to drink along to. And we'll try to yell out drink whenever these things happen. But sometimes we'll forget. Yeah. Most <laughs> of the time we'll forget. You can uh, drink along to the podcast or drink along to the movie if you plan on watching that after or before. Or you can watch it and come back. Or, you know, we're going to go into the movie kind of right now. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe you don't have to. Maybe you can just listen to us. <laughs> What's your first point? My first point in the drinking game is every time uh, Antonio Banderas's fiance is on the phone with someone oh, for the wedding. That's good. She's always calling like the cake guy or the flower guy or whatever. I have every time his receptionist mentions that their bills are overdue. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. I have. This happens like three or four times in the movie, and it's my favorite part of the movie. Whenever Antonio, like, has to sneak away somewhere. Oh, I love that! <laughs> but, like, not so subtly. He does this, like, crouch run oh, everywhere. Oh, and oh, it's I love the best that. thing. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Uh, I have every time someone gives someone else a painting. Ooh, okay. That's a good one. I have whenever Antonio's fiance's ex husband. Shows up with gifts or something to win her back. Mm. And my last one is every time Antonio paints. Mm. My last one is um 
I don't know if uh, Adva, either you or Amy noticed this, but whenever they play like a washboard sound, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Like instead of playing background music or like intense music to be like, oh my god, Antonio <laughs> sneaking around, they play just like like a scratching noise, <laughs> like a washboard. Adva, did you notice this at all? Maybe right after he gets. He goes to, like, the second funeral. I noticed that he, they say something like, oh, he was trying to remember who his father was, and then they play this music when he says, and who was your father again? And then they play this really <laughs> weird noise, and that might be what you're talking about. That is so specific. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't know if it was a washboard. I just mm. thought it was very weird music. It might have been, like, a washboard. Or, do you remember in, like, elementary school how they had all those, like, weird-ass instruments they got us to play? Because we like were too dumb to play regular instruments. Like an Easter egg with rice in it. Yeah, ooh, kind of. <laughs> do you know those ones that were, like, a frog? But the, like, a oh, little wooden frog? Yeah. But the frog had, like, grooves on its back? Yeah. And you just ran, like, a wooden stick over the groove? Yeah. That sound. Oh! They played that a lot. <laughs> And there was, like, very little music, because it was just a whole bunch of those frog sounds. I did not notice that. Oh, I noticed far too much. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Adva, <laughs> do you have any other points that, you know, you notice happen a lot? You guys never mentioned every time he switches from... <gasps> no, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's a good one. You can probably just, from like... From art to Bart. <laughs> Bart from back Bart to art. art. Uh, you can do that one on its own. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> maybe get too drunk, I guess. You do all of those. But... Uh, yeah, maybe pick and choose. Especially <laughs> if you're doing a double on all of those. Is, that the, <laughs> is that the idea? Yes. You, you can want do a them double, to have a good time. Double a water. Oh. Double a, a tea. Well, <laughs> we'll give you double the tea on this <laughs> movie. <laughs> right now. You like that little transition I did there? I love that. That was so good. Thanks, man. I've been working on that for five whole seconds. <laughs> so, let's get into the breakdown. The tea you the, need. The tea. Let's sip that tea. Amy and I, whenever we're, we're talking about spilling the tea, we always just uh, say, let's go to the harbor. <laughs> like the Boston Harbor. Fill up that harbor, because we got a lot of tea. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to spill her. <laughs> the movie starts off. And the legal site that I found it on, um, and bought it from, <laughs> legally, I thought I was watching the wrong version or something. Me too. Because it starts off, the credits are in Spanish, uh -huh. and they don't start talking until like two minutes, two minutes into the movie. So I'm like, guess I'm watching it in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, uh, I had the same version yeah, on yeah, the yeah. same site that I bought it from <laughs> legally. with my money. Yes. Your legal um, money. <laughs> yeah. Tried to buy it from somewhere else. Yep. Same thing. <laughs> now I have two copies. Mm. Of it. Double. Ooh. And, yeah. <laughs> my art copy and my Bart copy. <laughs> the thing is that um the we'll get over the credits. I just need to talk about it for one minute if you let me. I was like, okay, we're just gonna watch it in Spanish then. That's cool. But like, <laughs> the thing is that the the credits were all in Spanish. But when the title came up, it was. T-W-O, like, too much, in English. And I was like, yeah. There's a lot of things that, like, translate between languages, but too much? That <laughs> pun doesn't translate into Spanish. Is there any kind of pun that would... Nope. <laughs> okay. So I was like, damn, that's a missed opportunity. They just, like, can't do that pun in Spanish. Mm. None of his Spanish fans have seen this movie. No. Well, I don't think, you know what? I don't think anyone has seen this movie. <laughs> Not saying that much. 
Beginning of the movie, we meet Antonio Banderas. And what he does, I guess, as a career or criminal path or something, he works at a gallery. And I couldn't tell if his business was actually legit or not, because it looks like he like goes through the obituaries in the newspaper and looks for people who recently died. Rich people. Rich people who died. And then he goes to the house of the now grieving family and tries to get them to pay for a painting that their dead loved ones supposedly bought? Yeah, he's a con man. Okay. But, like, he also, like, has a business, you know? Like, like a real a... gallery. Yeah. But we never see anyone go into the gallery. Mm. But there's art on the walls. So I guess it's, like, a side hustle? Do you think his co-workers know that he's hustling? His co-worker? His, <laughs> his <laughs> one co-worker? <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, she's in on the she hustle. Definitely okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> also, I love the fact that uh, he's an artist, and his name is Art. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Art Dodge, which is like already the fakest name <laughs> that I could ever think of. But then when he makes up a brother, like they said in the IMDb summary, he names him Bart Dodge. Mm. So we have Art and Bart, which like are... The two fakest names, but nobody suspects anything about them. Also, nobody ever, like, mixes up their names or anything. Like, yeah. my family calls me my grandma's name and my brother's name and my <laughs> mom's name all the time. And these two guys, and th those aren't even, like, close to each other. These two guys have, like, basically the same name and nobody <laughs> ever mixes them up. Yeah, I always get the Mary, uh, Julie, uh, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also, when I was watching this, I remember, Ashley, you told me something about Antonio Banderas a couple weeks ago. Totally forgot what it was. Something about his name? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> I was uh, looking through my notes trying to find a good way to slip this in. Oh, well, uh, there just, you go. <laughs> thank you. I just remembered this, too. I was uh, talking with my mom a couple weeks ago, or uh, longer than that ago, and um, <laughs> she... I think is like a really big fan of Antonio Banderas, but he's Spanish, right? Mm -hmm. And like the way that he talks, oh, like it's so sexy and whatever. And he's got like <laughs> okay. this accent and like this this name, Antonio Banderas. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it sounds like ooh, but like dang, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> it's my impression. <laughs> but like when you translate his name into English, it's a uh, not, not quite as sexy, to to be fair. What What is it? Oh, his English name? Dare I ask? It's a uh, Tony Flags. <laughs> you know that uh, that sexy boy, Tony Flags. <laughs> Tony Flags. Yeah. Tony Flags sounds also like a fake name. Yeah. Is that his like real name? Yeah, well, I think so. I'm gonna just look that up. Tony Flags. I'm just gonna look up Tony Flags. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio flags. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Let's look it up. His name is Jose Antonio Dominguez Bandera. Oh, love that. Bandera. Oh, only one. He added the S? He added. He's flags. He was Tony Flag, but now he's Tony Flags. He, actually, he was Jose Flag. Mm. <laughs> so one could say that he added a double? <gasps> oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, at the 
that was a good uh, that was very good in. Yeah. For Tony sure. Flag. Jose Flag. Jose Flag. Jose Flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did he add the S, though? Does that make it cooler? Yeah, maybe he just sexier? wanted more flags, you know? Two is sexier. When you say that's his English name, what do you mean by that? Like, like banderas in Spanish means oh, flags. Okay. <laughs> so it's just translated. I see. It's a flag. Antonio. Antonio. Yeah. Tony Flag. <laughs> or Tony Flag. Tony Flag. Yeah. Jose Flag. Jose Flag. Jose Tony Dominiguez Flag. <laughs> yes. What's the... Like, Dominic? Dominiguez? Yeah. Jose Tony Dominic Flag. We love that. Hey, guys, it's me. Jose <laughs> Tony Dominic Flag. Jose is Joseph. Joseph Tony. Wow, he has, like, a lot of names, huh? Joseph Tony Dominic Flag. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> He has four names. That's like a normal two name, but a double. Mmm. But uns, we done it again. Ooh. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know if it's just like or he's from Spain, but mm. like Spanish people tend to have like a ton of names. I have two last names because like my mom's and my dad's. They just I thought it was just a Spanish thing, but they like put the two together. And uh, I only have one middle name, but my brother has two middle names. Oh, oh so he wow. has five names? Yeah. That's a lot okay. of names. <laughs> He's got but, one up on Tony. <laughs> but he has a daughter whose name is just Stella Banderas. <gasps> How rude. Yeah, she only has two names. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tony. I mean, Joseph. <laughs> I Joseph mean, Dominic. <laughs> Mr. Flag. He could pretend to be like three people. Ooh, maybe he has, like, a passport for each one. <gasps> Ooh. He has two other brothers, quote-unquote brothers. He's got Tony Flag. <laughs> He's got Dominic Flag and Joseph Flag. Oh, That's my That's where God. the uh, inspiration of this movie came from. That's where the inspiration brothers. of Jason Bourne <laughs> came from. Ooh, that part yes. where he's like, look at, who am I? Am I Joseph Flag? Oh, my God, Jason Bourne uh, remake with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> But he's like a con man and he has all these passports. You gotta figure out like which one is the real one. Ooh. Which identity is the real one? I love that. Wait, that's just Jason Bourne, right? Yeah. But maybe he finds out <laughs> in the end that uh, he actually does have other brothers. And you gotta, they gotta like figure out they all have oh amnesia. Oh my god. He, <laughs> somehow they all have amnesia. He thinks he's a con man, but he's actually just holding those passports for his brothers Ooh. who have gone missing hangover style. <laughs> They gotta find, he's gotta find them. Yes. This would be, we got uh, the born identity. Yes. The born supremacy. Yeah. Born ultimatum. Yeah. Born legacy. Oh, yeah. This is the born. Like, let's just take a moment. The born... <laughs> we need to go to a good, what's that, what's that embassy name? Embassy name? I mean, like, supremacy. Oh, 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 Ultim oh, oh. Or ultimatum doesn't work. <laughs> Never mind. Ultimatacy? <laughs> ultimatacy. Um, the, the born. Quadruplets, triplets. How many are there? I forgot already. There's three. The born triplets. The born triplets. And that's a pun because they were born. <gasps> this is so bad. Can we move on? Oh my god. This is awful. Okay. So Tony does like a successful, one of his successful heists or cons or whatever in the beginning. But um, also he has a ponytail. <laughs> yes. Or a Tony tail. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> We're just full of them today, huh? Yeah, full yeah, of good yeah. ideas and great jokes. So, after pulling a, a successful con, he goes to a second big mansion of another dude who dies and tries to pull con uh, numero dos. 
But when he gets there, the son of, like, the guy who died, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, sorry, your dad died, but, like, buy this painting. And the son's like, my dad hated modern art. You're a con man. And he gets, like, found out. So he's got to, like, escape this mansion. And he does that run that I told you <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> it's, like, the most obvious... Uh, I'm trying to escape run, and he's, like, not trying to blend in at all. The guy's rich, so there's a lot of people at his funeral. He's, like, doing it through the lines of people. He's, like, doing it under the casket when they're, like, carrying it outside. Then he, like, at the beginning, before he talked to the, the son, he met this girl, this blonde girl, and they were, like, looking at each other. And then he, like, jumps into her car, her convertible, and he just hides in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, she comes back to her car. She throws her jacket in the back seat, covering him up. And she kind of like helps him escape. Thought she would get like freaked out that there's some rando man in the back of her car, but she knew all along, I guess. Yeah, she was like super in on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was the only one like not wearing black at the funeral, right? So he definitely <laughs> stood out. He wore gray, That's like true. a light gray as well. So I don't know how he got away. I think they just didn't care that much. Yeah. yeah. Like, when he's talking to the, the wife of the person who died, you know, she, what does she say to him? Thank you for being here. And he's like, best wishes to you. And she just recognizes him as her own, you know. So <laughs> I'm just thinking of in, the, in that case, you know, he's welcome there. He didn't need to run away. Yeah. Except there's two, like, bodyguards <laughs> chasing him out. One of them looked kind of like Happy Hogan. He was mm. kind of an intimidating guy. The other was too sexy to be a bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Fabio. He had these luscious locks. He had like Jonathan Van Ness locks of hair. He had like a little stubble kind of thing going on. He had like a little round baby face. He was too sexy, guys. <laughs> he should have been uh, like the, the guy. By the way, the, the son... Of the dude that died is the ex-husband of the girl that helped him escape. And he's, like, trying to win her back or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he was, like, no offense, dude, but, like, real old. (laughs) And real, uh, let's just say Fabio probably should have played him. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, we were told that they had gotten married and then divorced and then married again. Things didn't work out, but now he's, like, going to therapy, he said. He's, like trying to get his life back on track. She's not having it, though. She doesn't want that. She drives off. Yeah. And she takes Tony, Tony Flagg, <laughs> back Are to... you sure it's Tony? Are you sure it's not Joseph? Oh. Or Dominic? Oh. Yeah, she takes Dom. <laughs> Dom Flagg. Dom Flagg. Uh, back to a hotel where they, um... Boink? Boink? Yeah. Rush up on their anatomy. <laughs> Yes! And after, he like randomly teaches her how to give directions in Spanish, which was strange. Is that the thing that they were saying when they were like doing like a cheers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that went over my head because I, I don't speak Spanish. So <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, okay. What did that mean? Romantic talk thought, going on? <laughs> yeah, except it was just directions. He was like, up, down, center, in. And I was like, <laughs> is that literally what the translation was? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was something, like, sexy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought it was, like, 
we'll be together forever, baby, something. Yeah. Nope, it was just a up and in. Oh. I was like, okay, if you ever get lost in an elevator, you know how to say, take me up. <laughs> <laughs> and as they're kind of like cuddled there together in the blankets, uh, they have this little romantic question mark moment where like, there's like an eyelash on her eye. <laughs> you know, where it's supposed to be. You know how like that thing where like if you have an eyelash on your skin or something, you like pluck it off and take a wish? Like that's what they were. <laughs> I've heard of that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I just like... love the way you're describing it. You know when you have an eyelash on your skin? <laughs> you know those times. <laughs> On your, your cheek or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He literally, like, plucked out one of her eyelashes. Like, <laughs> from her eye. Did he really? Why That's am I not noticing like. any of these things? I did things? not notice that, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, sorry, let me get in there. Pizza <laughs> <laughs> <So> tweezers. <laughs> and she's supposed to make a wish on the eyelash. And I guess she wishes to, like, be with him forever or something. Even though they've only known each other for a day. Yeah, or less. <laughs> less than that. They uh, escaped a funeral together <laughs> and uh, boinked a bit. <laughs> and this, like, magical series of events happens. It was of. kind of like a fantasy realism for yeah. one second. They never do it again. Because in the hotel, in the room right above theirs, is this married guy who's about to have an affair. So he takes his ring off. The ring falls into the, like, ventilation grate thing on the floor, and then it, like, shoots out into Antonio Banderas' room, right into the girl's hand, and she's like, oh my god, that's amazing, like, how did you do that? David Copperfield shit. And he's like, what the, what the fuck is going on? And then she puts it on his finger, and, uh, Cinderella who? Never heard of her. It fits perfectly? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Wait, did I completely miss it? Or was the guy who dropped the ring her therapist? Yeah. It was, right? That's like a crazy But we didn't know that at the time when he dropped it. So I didn't actually go back to check if it was him. I think it was him. Uh, because at the end... He at, picks it up again, right? He He's talking to Tony or Joseph or Dom Flag, one of them. And he's like... Oh, he's like shaking his hand. He said, like, "Oh, no, nice to meet you." Oh, where'd you get this ring? And he's like trying to pull it off of his finger, and he's like, "Oh, but what the fuck, man? That's my that's my ring." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, uh, are you sure?" And then he has to like leave immediately. Fair. Like, yeah, that is him. Right. So I don't know why he was trying to take it off, but he was trying to have an affair with her, right? At some point, because he's in love with Bethany or whatever her name is. Wait, he's in love with Bethany for sure. Are you sure? Yeah, because in the show, remember when he first meets Art, he says something along the lines of, oh, look what you've accomplished that I've been trying to accomplish for years. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm jealous because you got somewhere with her that I've been trying to for years. I thought he was trying to have an oh. affair with Bethany. Am I completely oh. wrong? And, oh, yeah. Wait, no, no, no. That makes sense because uh, in that scene when the ring falls down, the girl who, like, comes to his door that he's going to sleep with, that isn't his wife because he had to take the ring off, um, she's blonde, like mm. Bethany or Betty or whatever her name is. Maybe he thought it was her? No, maybe he just, like, goes after girls that look like her oh. if he can't have the real thing. I guess we'll need to rewatch it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think you're right about that. I didn't notice that. 
Yeah, yeah he was into her. her. That's a good catch. Ooh. Anyway, so she uh, takes it as a sign, the ring falling thing, that they should get married, like, right away. And he's like, sorry, what? <laughs> We've known each other for, like, mm, five hours. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, but it's like destiny. It's like fate. We have to go and get married right now. And he's like, ugh. And they can't like call it off or anything because she immediately tells the press that he's her new fiance and they like take pictures of them together and everything. And he like moves into her house or something the next day. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice house though. Got a nice swimming pool and everything. It's got uh, two swimming pools, one outside and one in the middle of a hallway. It, you could say that it's got a double the swimming pool. <laughs> so later at his uh, new fiance's house, Antonio sees a, a blonde girl in the shower. She's like covered in mist or something, so we can't make her out very well. But he's Steamy. like, ooh, yeah, in both senses of the word. <laughs> yes. And he's like, ooh, that's, that's my fiance. So he does some like, he puts on a big show to uh, get it on with her again. Um, But when he opens... <laughs> Can I just say his big show? You may. Is uh, him uh, flopping his dick around <laughs> and uh, pressing it up against the shower glass mm-hmm. uh, and making a fool out of himself and singing a song and dancing a little bit and uh, being a boo-boo fool. <laughs> yes. So you weren't attracted to him <laughs> at that moment? At that moment, I cannot oh. say. No. Mm. If it had been Fabio doing it, <laughs> that is a different story. But when uh, Antonio gets in the shower, it's a different girl. Except, I, uh, when I was watching the scene, didn't know why he was freaking out. Because I thought <laughs> it was the same girl. Because they look the same. <laughs> you know what? I like to roast Ashley whenever this happens, but I cannot, and it pains me to say, I cannot roast her this time. Because I thought the same exact thing. <laughs> She, like, turns around dramatically, and he's like, oh, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? What did I miss? She had, like, really bright blue eyes, and I don't remember what color the other girl's eyes were, but I'm like, did she, like, put in contacts or something? <laughs> they have the same haircut, the same yeah. hair color, same hair length, same face. <laughs> <laughs> it was good casting. They do look like sisters. Yeah, a little too much like sisters. <laughs> you know who was good casting? Uh... Art and Bart. Yeah. They look like How almost the same guy. How could they find two guys that are identical like that? Yeah. How'd they find another dude that looks exactly like Antonio Banderas? You know what? Antonio Banderas, when he was playing Bart, when he's playing Art, he has his hair up in a ponytail. He doesn't wear glasses. When he's playing Bart, he puts on glasses and he has his hair down. It's kind of like shoulder length, not quite fabulous. Fa- I was going to say fabulous. <laughs> you know, fabulous. Not quite Fabio, but did he remind you a little bit of George of the Jungle, like the Brendan Fraser? Not just when he was Bart, this whole movie. (laughs) He reminded me so much of Brendan Fraser this whole time. (laughs) The only thing that would have been better than two Tony Flags would be one Tony Flag and one Brendan Fraser. You know what would be even better than that? Two Tony Flags and two Brendan Frasers. (laughs) Oh my god. What about a movie where, um... One of the Tony Flags has to pretend to be the brother of one of the Brendan Frasers, <laughs> and then the other Brendan Fraser has to pretend to be... So they're like two sets of twins, but like the opposite. Oh my god, like the, the Prince <laughs> and the Popper, but double? Oh, never seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, no, what happens in the Prince and the Popper? 
Oh, it's like they have to like switch lives and stuff. That's sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was a Barbie version that was Princess in the Popper. Oh. And I thought that the classic story was based on the Barbie movie for years. I was like, Prince in the Popper. <laughs> I only know Princess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly like that then. Okay. So, uh, obviously, when he, like, walks in on the sister, uh, she does not like Antonio from the start. Um, also, Antonio and the fiancé are moving, like, super fast. But mm-hmm. when Antonio tries to tell the fiancé, her name's, what's her name, Betty? Betty. Betty, something like that. Yeah. When he tries to tell her, we're moving a little too fast, I don't think we should get married in, like, a month or whenever they had planned it, maybe less. Um, she gets, like, super upset and runs away. Literally runs away screaming. Yeah. The sister She has a really good scream. Yeah. She does. She does. does. Oh, also, sorry. Sorry. In the scene where, right before he tells her, hey, this is kind of, like, way too fast, she's on the phone, drink, (laughs) trying to order the cake, and, um, I have a quote because it was so fucked up. She was like, oh, she's talking about the cake. She's like, oh, we can have three different flavors. I'm thinking one can be vanilla, one can be carrot, and one can be strawberry. Um, let's break this down. (laughs) You want your wedding cake to have some vegetables in it? (laughs) Um, no wonder he doesn't want to marry her. She's a fucking psychopath. And when she's like, yeah, like, we could get rid of one, but, like, not the chicken. Not the carrot, the chicken. I'm thinking we could have carrot and then potato and then chicken. Like, we could have a meal and a cake. This is like Willy Wonka shit. Doesn't he have, like, that gum that's like, oh, it tastes like a turkey dinner. meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's what she wants. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with the, the vanilla and the strawberry. Those are, like, normal flavors, and I like those flavors. Strawberry is already, like, a little bit... On the fence for me. Don't <laughs> okay. know about that. I'm I'm team strawberry. Okay. But uh not team carrot. No. I, but how do you feel about carrot cake? Or strawberry cake. In comparison to regular cake. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kinda like carrot cake. Okay. Uh for strawberry your, cake is better. Wedding, though. All the other cake flavors are better. <laughs> um but I wouldn't turn down cake. You know, mm, that's true. Fair. Would but you, yeah, a wedding cake yeah. should be like extravagant. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that she, so a million, she's like a millionaire, yeah, right? Yeah. I think that she would want different flavors, like unique flavors. Yeah. So I was thinking even more unique than carrot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was okay with the normal flavors, but I thought she would get something even more unique. I don't know, like. Uh, turkey dinner. <laughs> yeah, sure, a turkey dinner flavor. I don't know, um, some berry I've never heard of flavor. Yeah, like a, okay. like a red velvet. You yeah, know? I'm yeah. thinking that too. Some kind of very fancy flavors, but or she had pretty normal flavors. I wasn't impressed. Yeah, no. even like rich people chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like chocolate truffle. Ooh, right. That's like rich mm-hmm. people chocolate, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she's just told, or just told her she, he does not want to marry her, and then she goes right. crying. And then Liz says, Liz is hey. the sister, by the way. Yes, Liz the sister says, hey, you can't break her heart. If you're going to marry her, you got to marry her well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to eat that carrot cake. I don't care if you like carrot. <laughs> so he is like, yeah, man, you're right. So he tries to go console um, his fiance Betty, I think, mm-hmm. later, he's like, I'm sorry, and also, I don't think your sister likes me much. 
And uh, Betty's like, yeah, that's because she only goes for like artsy type. Like painters, like intellectuals. And he's a painter, but he hasn't painted in a while. Mm-hmm. He actually like buys all of the paintings that he cons people with <laughs> from this little nerdy guy, Manny. <laughs> he doesn't even paint them himself. <laughs> yeah, this part bothered me because he asked her why he didn't like her. Why Liz doesn't like art. And then Betty says, oh, it's because she's not attracted to you. But that's not really a reason. Like, <laughs> yeah. She doesn't need to be attracted to him in order to like him as a person. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It really bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She could have been like, oh, she doesn't like you because you fucking walked in on her in the shower. That would have been like a better reason. Very good reason. <laughs> yeah. Also, why does he have to ask? He just walked in on her in the shower. And not just walked in on her, did this whole mating dance before getting <laughs> in there. Flopping around. She doesn't want to see that. First thing in the morning? Maybe in the evening? Who knows? So the next day at Antonio's gallery, he sees Betty's ex-husband from earlier arrive to, like, beat him up, I guess? Yeah. He's still hung up on this whole, like, trying to con his dead dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So to get out of it, he pretends to be his own twin brother, who he doesn't actually have. It's just him to like get away. So he like lets his hair down and puts on glasses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I'm Bart. If you see my brother Art, tell him I'm looking for him. But it's not me because I am Bart, not Art. And then (laughs) the the ex husband's like, okay, (laughs) like totally buys it. And then the two. Uh, bodyguards outside, the tough one and Fabio, they're like looking at Art just like walk past the ex-husband without getting beat up or anything and they're like, should we go after him? Yeah. Like, is this the guy? <laughs> but then he like gets in his car and he drives. Also, how did he get his car back from the rich place that he was trying to con at the beginning? Don't think about it. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe, it is gone from my mind. Maybe Betty, the fiancé, got it back. Oh, that she, makes like, sense. Knew Good him. point. Oh, that's true, that's She's true. At funeral, possibly. She knew he was running away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now uh, he has to keep up this con. He goes to his fiancé's house, as himself, as Art, and gets his secretary or boss mm-hmm. or his, like, one co-worker girl yeah. to call him there in front of his fiancé so that he can pretend to talk to his twin brother. And it's... <laughs> Honestly, I love this scene. <laughs> I love all of these scenes it was where a... he has to pretend to be both of them. He was on the phone with like his one other co-worker and on his side he was like, Hey, Bart, what's up? How you doing? And then like his co-worker on the other end was like, I hate you. <laughs> like, why are you dragging me into this? I hate you. Go get a real job. Pay me some more. And he's like, oh my god, bro. Like, I didn't know you were in town. It's so good to see you. Okay, just, like, sign my fucking paycheck. And he's like, oh, man, like, me too. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty good, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll do dinner. Okay, bye. <laughs> he hangs up. I don't know about y'all, but I loved that scene. That I was so funny. I loved that. <laughs> and then later, when he goes back to the office, that guy Manny is there. And Art hasn't been paying the receptionist or Manny, because Manny's the one who gives him all these paintings. So Art's like... Um, not gonna pay you money, but here, have this painting that I did. Like, my only one that I've ever done. Manny's like, okay. (laughs) He's like, cool with it. Yeah, and then the painting. We're gonna see that later. We have a bunch more scenes, like uh, the, the phone scene that we just talked about, where he has to keep switching between his art and Bart 
like uh-huh. personas. <laughs> um, and eventually, his fiance Betty, yeah, invites quote unquote Bart, so his brother he invented, over to meet his sister Liz because she's like, oh, like you're such an artsy boy. My sister <laughs> would love you. <laughs> so at the house again, Bart is meeting up with Liz, and they like bond over. When I say they bond over art, I mean like visual arts. <laughs> <laughs> Not the man art. Who is the real guy? Yeah. Trying to be Bart. <laughs> this is all very complicated. Mm-hmm. His name is too accurate. <laughs> While the, the fiance, Betty, is also there, um, like getting super bored in this mm-hmm. conversation. And then her ex-husband shows up on like a yacht to try to win her back. <laughs> yeah, and he brought this mariachi band that he like got out of jail <laughs> so they could be there. And he's like, I'm going to woo you with this fucking mariachi criminal band that I got. <laughs> And she's like, not having it, obviously. She's like, get out. And he's like, but I bought you flowers. And she's like, I don't care. And he's like, how about one last dance? And then I promise I'll never, like, bother you again. She's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) And she dances with him to this criminal mariachi band that just got out of jail. Very romantic. Bart and Liz even get in on the the dancing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Very, very romantic. It's a double romantic now. Oh. We got two of them couples it dancing. It sure is. <laughs> uh, the next day, Liz asks to see one of Bart's paintings, because he's like, yeah, I'm, like, artsy. And she's like, show me, bitch. <laughs> so he, like, I think he breaks in. To Manny's house? Yes. He like, asked the receptionist to distract Manny for an hour so he could break into Manny's house. Um, who's the guy that does all his paintings for him. And Manny has all these paintings on the walls. And he's like, yeah, these are all my paintings. And she's like, whoa, they're so good, whatever. But then she sees his actual painting that he gave to Manny. And she's like, this is the best one. <laughs> Did you do this one? He's like, yeah. Technically, not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, super impressed. And then uh, she leaves, and he's, like, so inspired, he starts painting again. Mm-hmm. Right in Manny's fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> Was it actually? Yeah. Oh. It's, like, his studio. Okay. But, like, it's his house, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, she, Liz also tells Bart this one thing that, like, I don't know. Kind of annoyed me. Oh! <laughs> Where, uh, they were talking about art and artists and something, and, uh, this is one of the things that led him to be like, maybe I should paint again. She's like, an artist who doesn't paint is, uh, her idea of a coward. Oh, and I was like, that's rude as fuck! <laughs> Ashley, might we add. I'm a big-ass coward, I guess, <laughs> according to that. <laughs> I was gonna say, is an artist, mm-hmm. but, uh... <laughs> Whatever you want to call yourself. I am going through school. (laughs) I don't have time right now. Liz, get off my back. (laughs) Let me get off of that thing. (laughs) So, uh, Art and Bart keep switching back personas a little bit. Eventually, Antonio as a whole, just the one dude, has to have two different dinners with each sister at the same time. Oh, yeah. Um, which I thought was going to be a little bit more of a thing than it was. But uh-huh. they make it a thing in the morning rather than actually at the dinner. Right. So at the dinner, he's at a restaurant with his actual fiance Betty. And before Betty arrives there, the waiter sees him, like, roofing her drink. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes over. And I kind of love this part, too. <laughs> Sorry to admit. He's like, 
that's a heinous crime. And Antonio's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's just my wife's meds. Like, it's the only way she can take her. And he's like, what are you talking about? No, like, uh, you're going to mess up the wine. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> so then he has dinner with the real fiance. And then at the end of the night, she's like, oh, I'm so sleepy. And he, like, carries her to her room. And he's like, peace, gotta go. <laughs> and then he's gonna go outside. But then he opens the door and he sees the sister coming out of her room. So he closes the door. He has to, like, climb down a tree or something. <laughs> but then he falls into the swimming pool. And then he goes around the house. And he shows up at the front door like, oh, man, it always rains when you don't have an umbrella or something. <laughs> But it's not even raining. <laughs> and the sister's like, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, maybe Art has some clothes that you can borrow. Just put on some new clothes and then he, like, changes his clothes. And then she's driving them to a restaurant. And she's like, oh, it's just this one around the corner. Have you ever been there? And it's the same fucking restaurant he was at, like, half an hour ago. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been there a while ago. <laughs> and um, he's... Getting the same wine. The same waiter dude brings him the wine. And he's like, um, should I distract the lady now? Or do you want to wait till later? And he's like, huh? What a guy? I don't know, like, what this guy is talking about. And the waiter guy's, like, staring at him the whole time. (laughs) But I guess it somehow goes well after that. Because Mm -hmm. they go back to her house to, uh, boink. Boink again. (laughs) Um, and then we get this. Amazing, if a little super drawn out, <laughs> yes. scene in the morning, which was a bit more like what I expected the dinner scene to be like, mm. where he's got to like go back and forth between the two girls' rooms in the I morning. Was, yeah, I was thinking for the dinner scene, have y'all seen Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, yeah, The yeah, classic. Yeah. Isn't there a scene where he's in a restaurant and he has to be <gasps> Mrs. Doubtfire, oh gosh, but he yeah. also has like an interview or something? Yeah. And he has to be like actual Robin Williams? And he's, like, changing in the bathroom, like, every five minutes. Yeah. I thought it would be like that. <laughs> Me too. That's what I expected. I was thinking of a scene like that, and you're right. That's the scene I was picturing. was from... Uh, I don't know. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Oh, it's so... It's so cute. It's so good. I'll make... I'll make time for it. Yes. Time. <laughs> it's basically the this movie. <laughs> Except it's better, better, I assume. It's better. better. <laughs> good, good, um, good. Mrs. Doubtfire came out two years before this movie. So maybe it was um, too fresh and they oh, didn't want to yeah, go yeah. there with the dinner scene. That's fair. Mrs. Doubtfire is good. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I know objectively this is a bad movie, but I love movies where someone has to pretend to be two people or two people have to pretend to be one person. Like, comedy of errors. I love that. <laughs> uh... So the morning, the bathroom scene, iconic. Mm-hmm. Well, I honestly, I thought he was going to tell one of them, like, oh, sorry, I got to go to work, because, like, he does work in a gallery. Mm-hmm. But he just, like, was like, no, I can, I can stay to both <laughs> of them and have to keep going back and forth between their two rooms, which are both connected by An two indoor different... swimming pool? Yeah. So it goes one sister's room, bathroom, Indoor swimming pool, bathroom, other sister's room. Yeah. And they're all connected. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) And he's running back and forth, changing robes, putting on his glasses, putting his hair down, all of that. Somehow, nobody suspects anything. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna have a little bit of a Mrs. Doubtfire moment here and, like, uh, accidentally have his hair down... And, per- and have, like, his Bart persona on when talking to his fiancé. Mm. Or have his art fiancé 
fiance. <laughs> a fiance. His art persona on when talking to Liz, who's dating Bart. Like, I thought he was going to mix that up a bit. Me but too. But he didn't. He, like, actually pulled it together the whole scene, which was kind He's of impressive. really good. Yeah, man. I was thinking about <laughs> this. And tell me what y'all think of this. First, I have a question. Yes. Have you guys... I know Ashley has. Have you seen the Spy Kids movies? <gasps> I have seen them. Do I remember all of them okay. very well? Not too well. That's fair. <laughs> the only thing you need to know about this theory is he plays the dad in the Spy oh, Kids okay. universe. So, what if this is a prequel to Spy Kids? Ooh. Before he meets the wife in Spy Kids, and like he's still a spy, and this is like an undercover job, and that's why he's so good at like changing personas oh and my like. Gosh. Making things up on the fly, like when the when the ex husband comes into the gallery, he's immediately like, "Oh, I'm my twin brother." Like I can't think of that shit like that fast. What do we think about this? You know what? Okay, I like this. I mean, uh, and 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 jump in if you got some, some more to add. But okay. I think this is absolutely true because uh, here's my uh, points. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear them. So in Spy Kids. The disguises that the dad has are not as good as the disguises he has here. Which, to be honest, the disguise he has here, um, where he's, like, pretending to be Bart, is just, like, letting his hair down and putting on glasses. Yes. The disguise that the dad has in Spy Kids is putting on, like, a thin-ass fake mustache. (laughs) And that's it. He just, like, peels it off and he's like, I'm dad. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Same type. He's got the same... Dumb disguises. Yes. That also happen to work for some reason. Yes. They could have, like, hired him because, you know, maybe they figured out he was, like, two guys. Or actually one guy, but pretending to be two guys. The OSS or whatever the <laughs> organization was called in the Spy Kids was like, oh my gosh, this guy is the shit. <laughs> He's already got all these spy skills. We gotta get him for this. And then they have that whole thing in the first guy, Spy Kids. Oh, should I'm not gonna spoil Spy Kids actually if you haven't seen it. You know what? It's a very old series. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and spoil it? It's a very small, small thing. Okay. Just that they got that opening scene. It's literally the first scene of Spy Kids. Don't add me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to like, oh, you got to take out this rival spy or something, and it's a uh, the wife, and then they get married or whatever. I was know? thinking. How could he have a wife in Spy Kids if this is a prequel to Spy Kids where he's mm-hmm. going to have a wife because this whole thing is planning the wedding? Yes. But their whole relationship is based on a lie. Mm. Like, he's not really a twin. Like, mm. he's been lying to her this whole time. A spy should date another spy, right? Yes. So they know that there's going to be, like, disguises involved and, you know, weird hours working involved and stuff like that. So that's why him and the wife are both spies, and that's why it worked out with her, but not with who he ends up in this movie. Yeah. I agree. It doesn't seem... Like, it's like, oh, nice. There was, like, a happy ending to this movie. But to be honest, I'm not sure if they're gonna work going out. to last. Yes. I think, uh... Yeah, that's a fair yeah. assumption. <laughs> also, Art Dodge, fake name. Yeah, that's not his name. <laughs> Bart Dodge, even faker. Anyway, he's a spy, confirmed. Yes. This is a prequel. Love it. Add it to the Spy Kids Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. S-K-C-U. Ooh. Skew. Skew. <laughs> it's like the... What was the, um, in Harry Potter? I don't think they added it into the movies, but, like, the, uh... 
save the elves thing that Hermione made that was like spew. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. It was literally spew. <laughs> so when um, Antonio goes home after the whole morning fiasco, the ex-husband from the beginning of the movie, his goons, the the one regular goon and the one sexy goon, sexy goon <laughs> find him and like chase him in their car. But like he's at his dad's house. Oh, or something. first okay. about his dad. So his dad has like some memory problem. So he does this like s- Antonio does this super dick move where he's like, "Dad, remember my twin brother?" And he's like trying to convince his own dad that he had two sons instead <laughs> of one. And his dad's like, "I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, what are you talking about? If you need my help, just ask me like a normal person." He's like, "My bad." <laughs> Thought I would use this all-timer to my uh, advantage. Guess not. <laughs> Thing is, though, in this scene when Antonio is... He's got, like, mafia people, like, knocking at the door. Trying Sexy to get the mafia. Ooh, that makes it better. <laughs> uh, he, he's like, Dad, you gotta help me. There's mafia at the door. You got The dad's like, do I? <laughs> he's like, I'm playing cards. <laughs> I'm kind of busy. He's yeah. like, Dad, like, they're gonna kill me, I think. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> So that might be more fun than poker. Yeah. <laughs> also, why didn't Antonio just do the same excuse that he did to get out of this situation earlier and pretend to be Bart and be like, ooh, sorry, Arthur, uh, not here right now. Oh, wait, yeah. I used the same trick twice. <laughs> oh, that's true. But technically, he did the first trick to the ex-husband, not to the goons. That's true. That's true. Do they know the difference, though? I don't know. And Have they been, like, up close enough to know the difference? Mm. Maybe they'll just, like, beat him up anyway. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> so the, the dad and his uh, old poker friends all, like, get in their beat-up car, and they have, like, a little bit of a car chase to try old to get away. Old man car chase. Hell, yeah. <laughs> they, like, do this jump over this bridge <laughs> that's, like, coming up, like, <laughs> to let the boats through, and then they make it, and then the goons are, like, stuck on the other side, and their car falls into the water. Great scene. So he ends up at his uh, receptionist's house, and he's like, oh, can I stay here the night because there's people trying to kill me right now? And she opens the door, and he sees Manny's in there with her. And she's like, um, actually, Manny's with me? First of all, I thought Manny was like 16, because he looks like a child. <laughs> he looks really young. He looks really young. Yeah, but... Apparently, he's a grown-ass man. And she's like, oh, I have this grown man, Manny, literally in his name, because he's a man. <laughs> He was always a man, like Benjamin Button, but no, never, he never aged a- anyway. He was just a man and stayed a man. Yes, exactly that. And uh, we're going to do man things, grown up things, in my house right now, so no, you cannot stay here. But then Manny's like, oh, you can go stay in my studio. Even though he's probably like going to do that anyway, because you broke him before. <laughs> and he's like, cool, thanks. And he goes to the studio, and somehow the goons find him there. Mm-hmm. I think he does pretend to be Bart when they find him in the right. studio, right? Do you remember? Well, in he, the thing is that... Uh, yeah, originally he was pretending to be Bart. In the studio, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But when the ex-husband arrives there, um, instead of, like, beating Antonio up, he, like, tells him to, like, take care of his fiance Betty. He's like, make her happy. If you break <laughs> her heart, I'll break your neck or something. <laughs> also, he's just turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger? Break her heart and I will break your neck. Ew, that was like the worst. That was not him at all. You did it though. You did it. 
And Tony was like, oop. <laughs> and I oop. Also, yeah, he does kind of beat him up a little, but like, he's like, to it's the okay. goons, he's like, not the face. He has to look good for the wedding tomorrow. And Antonio's like, thanks, I guess. <laughs> but then they like break one of his ribs. But then the next day, spoilers in the wedding, he's like, fine. Yeah. I really thought that there was going to be some kind of conflict that they both had the same injury. But yeah. they didn't. They didn't do anything along those lines. The scene could have been cut out. Yeah. yeah. The injury didn't make any impact on yeah. it. If they had gone for the face and like even yeah. just like a little thing, like given him like a scratch on his cheek or something, he could have easily like gotten figured out that way. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard? When one twin gets a scratch, <laughs> the other twin also gets a scratch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works in the twin world. <laughs> So, um, Liz eventually finds him kind of beat up at the gallery, and he confesses, he's like, I am art, and she's like, oh, and he, like, thinks it's done, he thinks he, uh, just spilled the beans on everything, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'm so glad, like, I finally told you, or whatever, but she seems a little freaked out, which is fair, but, like, not for the reasons you would think for now, because the next day, at the day of the wedding between Art and Betty... Bart, quote-unquote, with his, like, long hair and glasses, shows up, and Liz takes him aside to talk to him. She still thinks that they're two different people? Yeah! She's like, oh, your brother talked to me last night? And I think he's in love with me. Because he told me, he's like, <laughs> when he was, like, dying on the floor or whatever the, the day before, he's like, I'm Art, and also, I love you. <laughs> and she's like, um... So I think your brother's in love with me. <laughs> also, when he's dying on the floor, he says something to her, and he's, like, trying to apologize for, like, lying to her this whole time, and he's like, the person I've betrayed most is myself. <laughs> but, like, uh, hold on a second. Because <laughs> I think the person you've betrayed most is, like, your fiancé, the sister, like, your dad a little bit. Yeah. Not really yourself, because you kind of, like, brought this upon yourself. I agree. <laughs> So, because Liz still thinks that Art and Bart are two different people, she tries to tell her sister, Betty, that Art is actually in love with her and she should call off the wedding, but Betty just doesn't believe her. She's like, uh... (laughs) Betty's like, you were always, like, uglier than me in school, so, like, you never got the guys? So, like, why would you get my fiancé? Bye! (laughs) Gotta get ready for my wedding! Peace! (laughs) So then Liz is like, okay, plan B. She tries to get... Art and Bart together in the same room to uh, convince them to, like, cancel the wedding or whatever, because they're supposedly both in love with her. Uh-huh. But they have this scene uh, where Art, quote-unquote, is supposed to already be in the room. Antonio just, like, left the room and Liz found him again. I love this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Probably my favorite of all the scenes where he's <laughs> going back and forth trying to meet two people. She gets both of them in, like, the library study or something, and he leaves the door open a crack. And he's walking back and forth in the room, and every time he walks back and forth, he takes off his glasses and lets his hair down or whatever, and he pretends to be both of them at the same time, arguing with himself. I love this. (laughs) And she's, like, watching from the doorway. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Yeah. To be honest, though, I feel like it would have been safer to just... Like, close uh, the door. Yeah, close the door yeah. and then, like, hear the voices. Oh, happen. that's true. <laughs> but, you know, he wanted to put on a show. And then there's this part where the phone, the landline in that room is, like, off the hook. Yeah. And 
the bride to be is listening on the other end because she wanted to talk to like Art or Bart or fucking <laughs> one of them. I don't know. So she's like waiting for him to pick up the phone because like the the housekeeper's supposed to tell. Anyways, this is this whole thing, and she's like listening to the whole conversation that's going on in the room. Anyway, the ex-husband comes into the room, and Antonia has to be like, "Oh man, my brother just ran out the window. You fucking missed him. Oh, that's so sad." <laughs> <laughs> and then um the ex-husband is talking to art right yes and he's like you better take such good care of betty like doesn't matter what you want doesn't matter what i want all that matters is what betty wants and betty's like listening on the phone like dang that's fucking sweet <laughs> he's like i just want her to be happy of course i still love her but like this is about her right now so then she's like a little conflicted Right now. Mm. So at the ceremony, they have that, like, you know, if anyone has a problem with this, speak up now. And then she goes, I do. And then the priest is like, nope, not yet. That part is later. She's like, no, I mean, I do. Have an objection. Ooh, love this. And then she goes over to the ex-husband. They get together. Then Art is like, thank God I don't actually have to marry her. And he goes over to Liz but Liz is like, you were actually lying to me the whole time, and she storms off, because she is mad. Yeah, and the thing that gave it away that he was finally art is how he treats the dog. Like, you can get it from anything <laughs> yeah. else, but the way he acts towards the dog, yeah. suddenly Liz knows that art is Bart. Yeah. He literally told her. And she's like, mm, I don't think so, though. <laughs> and then it kind of skips forward a little bit, and now the receptionist runs the gallery, and it's doing pretty good for some reason. They're making... They have some people walking around inside, and they're featuring all of Art's work, because he paints again now. And then um, Liz, the sister, is at the gallery, and the receptionist is like, you should go talk to her. So then Bart goes to talk to her, and then she's like still kind of mad. But then they kiss, and it's okay. And that's the end of the movie. That's literally the end of the movie. <laughs> It is kind of a little open-ended, like, you think she kind of forgave him, but they were also kind of arguing at the end. So it does seem that they may not last yeah. to me. Because he has to go into the Spy Kids universe. Yeah, he's got to marry the Spy Kids mom. Yes. Yeah. Have the two Spy Kids <laughs> go on four adventures. Dang, he's got a lot in his future. <laughs> but that's it for now. To be honest, when he revealed that he was actually the same guy in, like, the gallery when he was lying beat up to Liz and he was like, I'm actually art. I was like, oh, man, they're actually going to have him, like, confess instead of having, like, this huge reveal scene or whatever. Mm. But then, no, I didn't believe him. (laughs) Yeah, so that didn't have any impact whatsoever. It was unexpected. Yeah. Very unexpected. (laughs) Do we have any final thoughts on this movie before we get into our reviews. I really thought, in the middle of the the movie, I thought they were gonna have a funeral for Art. Like, he was gonna eventually become Bart and then be like, oh, okay, now I gotta somehow get rid of my other brother because I don't really want to be with Betty. And then they're gonna have, like, a a funeral like they did at the beginning, but now for for Art, and they didn't have that. And so I was kind of disappointed that Art didn't die. (laughs) And then he was just permanently barred. That would have been really good. And imagine 
imagine he had to like be in the casket and then like sneak out of the yes. casket and like <laughs> I thought they give were a eulogy or something <laughs> and then like sneak back into the <laughs> casket so they could all like say goodbye. <laughs> And then there, there would be one scene where he's, like, in the casket, but, like, for too long, and they put him, like, in the... And they start, like, throwing dirt Oh, my God. Oh, shit. That's a little dark. I didn't think it would get all the way there, but... And then he has to, like, call the... They had no cell phones. But imagine. He has to, like, call the receptionist and be like, distract everybody so I can get out of the casket. And she would have to, like, make a commotion with Manny. Oh, my God. That would have been so good. That would have been such a great scene. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no, no, I was just trying to think, like, what are all the ways they can probably fix this situation? Because he obviously ends up with Liz, the girl he's really in love with. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, how does he get rid of the other girl? Because that's the thing. The, um, <laughs> the summary kind of on IMDb makes it seem like he's after these two girls. Right. Yeah. But he really doesn't care about Betty. He yeah. wants Liz. He wants yeah. to, like, get out of this relationship with Betty. Oh. So it would make sense that he would try to get rid of his art persona so he could, like, be with Liz as Bart. But yeah. He, like, didn't. He didn't even be like, oh, I'm moving. I, you know, so he was just like going with it. He was going to go through with the wedding. He tried to <laughs> leave at the end, right? Because he bought a plane ticket right. for Bart or Art or one <laughs> of them. Uh, that didn't happen, though, because the ex has been like ripped it up. Yeah. Also, um, so the whole beginning is him not wanting to marry Betty because like they've known each other for like five seconds. And then she's like, oh, this is fate. I want to get married right away. But then, like, immediately after he sees Liz, he's, like, or he's talking to, like, the receptionist or, like, someone else, and he's, like, I'm gonna get married to her sister. But, like, he was so spooked about getting married to someone he doesn't know, but now he wants, like, get married to Liz, but he doesn't know Liz. I was really confused about that scene, too. I had to go back and replay that dialogue, because mm. I think he was ta- he was talking to his dad in this oh, scene, okay. where the dad's, like, are you in love or something? And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna marry this girl, but uh, I'm actually in love with her sister. I think that's what he was trying to say, was that he was gonna marry Liz. No, he was gonna marry Betty, but he was actually in love with Liz. But he said it in a weird way. I'm gonna get married to her sister, like, Uh, planning to get married to her sister, not her. Like, mm. this girl my dreams gonna marry her, but she's a sister. (laughs) Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, there were some confusing bits, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta say, about the ex-husband of Betty, though, they do this kind of a lot in kids' movies, but, like, they kind of made him out to be the bad guy. But he but was he the was, good guy! Yeah, exactly! Right? <laughs> he was actually a good guy! <laughs> yeah. What what Art was doing was horrible! <laughs> yeah, but, like, the ex-husband was, like, even if he wasn't with her, he wanted her to be happy. Oh, it's kind of like the B movie where the girl's husband, the girl's boyfriend, Patrick Warburton, is like normal, but then she's like going after this fucking bee. I'm not rooting for the bee. I'm rooting for the human man. Yeah. Also, he's Patrick Warburton. So yeah. Like, why wouldn't you love that voice? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was like, you know, giving her, he was like trying to win her back, he'd go with that like <laughs> criminal mariachi band or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 he got them out of jail just for her, <laughs> romantic. And Art was just lying to her the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, the husband was kind of the like good guy all along, mm, <laughs> you know? I like him. It's like the, I never realized this until I rewatched it when I was older, but Ratatouille <laughs> is about this, uh, if you haven't seen it, this rat that, like, cooks food in a restaurant secretly, and then the 
quote-unquote bad guy of the movie is this health inspector that's like, yikes, there's rats in this hotel, gotta shut y'all down. And then you're supposed to think, fuck this, like, <laughs> health inspector. But, like, he was right. There's rats in the restaurant. Hey, shut them yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying to make a sanitary restaurant and y'all trying to, like, murder him or something. I don't remember the movie that well. <laughs> that I haven't noticed or haven't seen yet, but uh, whenever there's an old man in the scene and he has, like, no direction in the scene, the direction is always for him to get a glass of milk in the middle of the night. Do you know what I mean? No clue. What are you talking about? Okay. Did he get milk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't notice. Art but... is talking to his dad in the middle of the night. There's no reason for Art's dad to be up in the middle of the night. But the reason that they gave him is he's going to get a glass of milk for himself in the middle of the night. But the milk is like an inch into the glass, okay? This happened, and I noticed, in Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier. Because they had no reason for Alexander Pierce, the bad guy, to walk into his kitchen and notice Bucky Barnes ready to kill him there. <laughs> so they made him go into his kitchen in the middle of the night to get a glass of milk, but the glass was filled a centimeter with milk. <laughs> and then he pours the milk, and he turns around, and he sees Bucky there, like, with a gun, and he's like, oh no, I just wanted to get some milk. <laughs> Whenever... Movies have an old man needing a reason to get up in the middle of the night to notice something or to talk to someone. The reason is always, I need to get two centimeters of milk before I go to bed. I have never noticed that. I'll keep an eye out for that. For sure. It's like a, they're all Santa Claus. As a kid, you'd leave out like some milk. For Santa, when he, like, came down the chimney? It's like, like, if they got water, that's kind of normal. Yeah. But who goes in the middle of the night to get, like, a, a tiny bit of milk? <laughs> like, you're craving milk, and you just want it. <laughs> you just want it to taste. The tiniest drop will fulfill <laughs> I just want to remember what milk tastes like. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I noticed, and it's very stupid. <laughs> We will look out for that from now on. Oh, yeah. Guys, keep an eye out for that. Because uh, once you start noticing that kind of stuff, you never stop. <laughs> Let's get into the reviews. <laughs> we have uh, three short uh, IMDb reviews, and we, I think we have also three letterboxed reviews. What do you want to do first? Let's do IMDb. Okay, let's do IMDb. The first review we have here is by user NZMan. <laughs> The tagline is a lightweight comedy with a good cast. You will especially like this film if you are fans of Antonio Banderas, Melanie Griffith, and Daryl Hannah. Nothing creative or unique, just good fun and nice eye candy for all to enjoy. You could probably drive down the road and get the milk <laughs> and cereal for tomorrow's breakfast while the movie is still running back home and not miss much. 
But hey, this is just a comedy for a few laughs. I love that milk, tying it all back together. Oh, it, it all comes full circle. <laughs> Adva, do you want to read the next yeah, review? Yeah, sure. I don't even care about the film. The music was great. So this was by Tim Clan, and he says, So I'm prejudiced. Uh, Michael Cam- Camillo was out of this world. I watched the ending of the flick. Oh, I don't know how many times just to watch Michael Camillo and his group. <laughs> Unreal. I'd love to know where I can get the soundtrack. What? The soundtrack was just that stupid frog <laughs> instrument. Interesting. I, I honestly didn't no. notice the soundtrack, but... Me neither. Uh, Who's Michael Camillo? <laughs> also. This, this the right movie. <laughs> and we have one more IMDb review. This is by user Preston8. Their tagline is, Geez, but Hollywood must be hard up. Oof. <laughs> The basic plot of this made-for-TV movie is it actually, I guess so. Oh, it's a made-for-TV oh, no. movie. Oh. Has been done several times before, making it very predictable and not that funny. Antonio Banderas looks best without his clothes, <laughs> which is about the only appeal that this actor has. The rest of the cast is instantly forgettable, like the film itself. That's a low blow. Man. How dare they? How dare they insult my boy Tony Flag, or Joseph Flag, or? Dom flag. <laughs> and now we How have rude. Three letterboxed reviews. And the first one is by Keith and it's two out of five stars. And Keith says Banderas does okay, but the story is predictable and drags on and on. Dot dot dot. I guess that's fair. The second review is by Brendan Edwards, who gave it four out of five stars. Pretty silly film, but with enough funny moments to keep it enjoyable still. Joan Cusack and the restaurant scene with Vincent Schiavelli still cracks me up. <laughs> Smiley face. Aww. And the last review on Letterboxd we have is uh, by Nad... Let me just spell it. N-A-T-I-G-S-A-L-G-A-D-O. Natigsalgado. Yep. Uh, who gave it one out of five stars, and they said, watched for Antonio Banderas, stayed for Joan Cusack. Ooh. Yeah. She was pretty good. She was great. She was very good. Best part of the film, probably. (laughs) (laughs) If only we had double of her. Okay, so now we're going to get into our reviews, and just for reference, IMDb gave it a 5.4 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it 14%. Out of 10. Yikes. Whoa. 14% out of 10. 14% out of 100, I mean. Uh, What are we thinking? Adva, you are our guest today. What did you think of this movie? Out of uh, our score, if you don't know, is a, we call it the Goldblum scale. It's a scale of bad movies, one being so bad I could barely finish it, 10 being, for a bad movie, honestly, really not that bad. Comparing it to the other movies I've watched on this podcast, I would say this one was better than the other ones. I would say this is probably the best one I've watched. Oh, damn. So maybe a six and a half. That's oh, fair. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what do you think? Yeah, around that, I would probably give it, like, I'm going to bump that up one. I'm going to raise you one. Oh. <laughs> to use the, the dad's poker terms. <laughs> I think that's poker. The old milk man. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it, like, a 7.5. Ooh. I, I wouldn't exactly, like, go around recommending the movie 
but it was like surprisingly funny and I honestly enjoyed myself. God, me too. And I love these movies where someone pretends to be two people. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to be like right in between you guys. It's going to be a seven mm. for me. I liked it. It was good. It was funny. Had some laughs. Noticed that milk thing <laughs> that I can never forget now. So yeah, I think we're all like in a pretty good yeah, here. It's enjoyable enough. That's good. It's, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's kind of disappointing sometimes when we watch, you know, a bad movie and it turns out actually to be bad. <laughs> but it's good that this one actually, you know, we didn't waste our time completely. Uh-huh. And if any of you have any thoughts on this movie or if you want to recommend movies to us, you can find us on Gmail at uh, badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com and we're on Twitter and Letterboxd both at BMS Podcast. This has been Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And I'm Adva. And we'll see you next, next week.